the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Whether you're listening in Tampa, Florida, Washington, D.C., or Columbus, Ohio, we are simulcasting in all cities today. Well, in those three cities, anyway. My name is Bob Bernie, and I have the privilege of being your host. And my telephone number, which will work wherever you may be listening, at least in the continental United States, is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. And uh, we're going to go to the phones, and I've got Bob in Columbus on the line. Bob, welcome. Thank you for calling. What's on your mind? Yeah, thank you for putting me on the air. I am black. I am a far-left political Okay. Per person, uh, my age is late sixties, and I want to offer an alternative to what you're saying about affirmative action. Okay. Okay. The year was I'll make it quick. The year was 1970. I was 15 years old, uh, living in a poor housing project area. Mm-hmm. Uh, our school system fought like heck to to avoid educating us black children. That was a reality. Uh, the main company in town, I won't name them, they were a large, uh, this was in Illinois, they were a large uh, manufacturer of earth-moving equipment, decided mm-hmm. that they would come to our poor neighborhood, hire eight of us black males while in high school to be trained for as engineers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the program was designed to fail, but the person in charge of it brought us in and treated us well. So we asked the question, why are you doing this? The answer was affirmative action. I didn't know. We didn't know what affirmative action was. It was a job. It was training. It put money in our pockets. So we were cool with that. Uh, but what the advantage was, even though the program did not succeed at producing uh, eight black engineers, it gave us exposure that we would not have gotten to manufacturing, to engineering, et cetera, drafting. I used that exposure to get other jobs throughout my, my lifetime. And I, I worked in the engineering field for uh, over 50 years. Good for, but if you. It hadn't been Good for, that, for you. If it hadn't been for that affirmative action, I never would have got the exposure. And who knows where I'd be now. Okay. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate your uh, sharing that experience. And I mean Thank that you. sincerely. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, and I, I am, I'm grateful for uh, companies that reach out to the underprivileged, uh, reach into poor neighborhoods, uh, but not because they are forced to. 
Now, my caller said the program really didn't work, and I'm, I'm sad, and I, I don't know why, and I'm not positive that he knew why. But I have no problem with companies reaching out and, and helping, and uh, it's totally, it's, it's not apples to apples at all. But I was hired by Douglas Aircraft in Southern California in the engineering department to give me a chance to uh, give me an opportunity. I didn't know anything about engineering. Um, My problem is when, number one, it is forced by the government, and number two, and probably more importantly, is when there is discrimination of other people because of their race. Um, And that's what this Supreme Court decision is all about that the affirmative action in college admission gave preference to one race, but then discriminated against another race. And that that is... I don't... And I haven't read the, the complete decision by the Supreme Court. I've, the, uh, the majority opinion, I've read quite a bit of it, but I haven't read all of it. But there's very little about giving an opportunity to a particular racial group. Almost nothing. The the preponderance of information and evidence is the discrimination against others. That is the problem with the affirmative action in schools. And then we're seeing... We're seeing a new rise of segregation. I don't know. You know, I've heard people say, well, if Martin Luther King Jr. was alive today, why well, he would, you know, and he's spinning in his grave. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I can't predict what he would say, what he would believe about what's going on today. But you you have to believe that Martin Luther King Jr. and those who gave literally gave their lives for the movement of equality and to destroy segregation, they would have to be troubled by the new segregation. This past spring, colleges all over America, it wasn't just one or two or three, it was dozens and major colleges and universities had segregated graduations. They had graduations only for blacks, only for Hispanics. If you're right, if you're white, mm, you're not invited. If 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 we want if we want equality, how can anybody support that? Now, if it were an all white graduation, black kids, you don't come. You're not allowed in our white only graduation. Well, there would be outrage, and there should be outrage. But we're not outraged at a black-only graduation. Well, we're just getting even. Now, they'd never use that. They would never say that, but it's true. You did it to us, now we're going to do it to you. You had white-only, now we're going to have black-only. There are black-only dormitories on many college campuses today. We would never tolerate a white-only dormitory, but we are more than willing to tolerate a black-only dormitory. 
And again, why? Well, we were discriminated against in the past, so we're going to discriminate against you. (laughs) First of all, that's terribly unbiblical, incredibly unkind, and terribly unconstitutional. And that's, that's why I say I hate racism. I hate bigotry. I grew up in Southern California. I graduated from high school in Compton. If you know anything about Compton, California, that's where I graduated from high school, okay? I'm not an expert on anything, but I know a little about discrimination, racial tensions. The year after I graduated, there was a kid killed at lunch because of race riots at the high school that I graduated from. It was bad. I get it. I was not far from the Watts riots. I wasn't right next door, but I wasn't far. And I hate bigotry, discrimination, racism. I do. I truly do. One of my greatest privileges was pastoring a multi-ethnic church. Loved it. There's a church here in Columbus that is so multiracial. I don't know how many ethnicities and nationalities they have in this church. I love preaching. I've preached there many, many times. And every time I go there, I say, folks, this has got to be what heaven's going to look like. All different colors and nationalities, all in one church, loving each other, loving Jesus. I love it. And that's why, at my age, I watched the progress of the civil rights movement. And I mean progress. I watched it. I never thought I would see the day that we would elect, as a nation, a black president. I disagreed with almost everything Barack Obama did. I disagreed with almost everything. Everything. But at the same time, I was thrilled that we had finally come to a place where, as a nation, we could lay aside our racial division and elect a black president. Here's the sad thing we elected a a black president, and after eight years, we were more racially divided than before he was elected. He could have been an incredible unifier. He was not. And that's just really sad. All right. I've got all kinds of other things, uh, and we're not going to have much time when we come back. If you want to continue the discussion, give me a call, 877-BOB-LIVE. We'll be back, wrap things up. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And we're going to wrap things up on Bob Bernie Live today. But we can't do that until we go to Paul in Grove City, Ohio. Hey, Paul, how are you? 
Hey, Paul, Paul, Paul. Where have uh, you been? My wife, just a few days ago, my wife said, have you heard anything from Paul? Is he okay? Where's Paul? Where's Paul? You haven't called in in a while. We were we were worried about you. Are you are you still in the witness protection program? <laughs> I'm still dodging them, Bob, out here. I'm even looking in the air right now because, you know, I'm, the, I'm just, the, I don't see the helicopter, up there. But... The, the black helicopters are going over right now? Yeah, they're I'm, I'm kind of suspicious looking. It's okay, Paul. Right Paul, now. just just keep the tinfoil on your head and you'll be fine. It'll be okay. All right, what's, hey, what's way, on your mind? Well, by the way, Boo does say hi, and uh, for all your listeners out there, that is my wife's guide dog, if you have to remind them, Bob. Yes, Boo is a wonderful dog. Yeah. All right. uh, Now, what's on your mind? Hey, listen, I know you're going to know this name, and I think I've mentioned him on your program before, but uh, Paul Harvey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, I was just telling uh, Jeff there, that uh, there's a he's getting an airplay of a broadcast that he did, Bob. That's very prophetic, and it I think it was called "If I Were the If I Were the Devil." Yes, uh, I've read you that. Know, about, yes, 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 oh, yes. I've, oh, yes, I've read it. I've heard it many times. And you're right; oh, it goodness. is very, very prophetic. Yeah, it's just it's spooky. And these are young folks that I'm listening to with this podcast. And they're just they're, they're they're really caught up with his voice. Yeah. You know, we both know his voice, his golden voice. Yeah. I mean, he just makes Ted Williams. He was he uh, was you know, an institution. Yeah, and you know, Paul, yeah. it's interesting because there is so much attention and emphasis on the young, the youth, the young podcasts, and what drives me nuts: influencers drives me crazy. Well, I'm a TikTok influencer. You know, I'm a Twitter influencer. I'm a social media influencer. Well, what did you do to earn the credentials to be an influencer? Well, I've lived in my parents' basement for the last 10 years. Okay, all right, you know, okay. (laughs) It it drives me nuts. But you think, Paul, uh, I'm going to be coming to our listeners in a couple of weeks on behalf of Transworld Radio. Wonderful, wonderful ministry worldwide. Uh, it used to be almost all shortwave. Now it's uh, AM and FM and so forth. But, Paul, you, you know who uh, J. Vernon McGee is, right? No, oh, yeah, I know. Okay. Well, J. Vernon yeah. McGee has been dead for years. years. I mean, for years. Yep. Guess what the most popular program on Transworld Radio is around the world? J. Vernon McGee. Homespun, old-fashioned, you know. uh, And uh, Adrian Rogers. Adrian Rogers has been dead now for years, and his program is enormously successful. These men were uniquely chosen by God, and their their legacy continues. Don't don't ever diminish the impact of wisdom and and even age. You know, we get so consumed with. And I love young people that are serving God, and I'm not diminishing that. But my goodness, let's pay attention to wisdom 
and and age, and uh, certainly Paul Harvey. Yeah, if, for our listeners, if if you have not heard that, um, what's it called, Paul? It's about the devil. It's called uh, if if I if I were the devil. if I were the devil, it's phenomenal yeah. and it's incredibly prophetic. He probably yep. recorded that thirty years ago. I would imagine. Yeah, six no, nineteen sixty-five. Oh, you're kidding? No, wow, five. That's wow. what. Yeah, it's just amazing to listen to him, and then it just it's what what we're seeing is appearing right before our eyes. Yeah, and here he had it nailed down. He did. From the churches to the government to the civil unrest to the races to I mean, you name it, man. Yeah. It's just yeah, it, it was good. It was very prophetic. Well, Paul, I hope you have yeah. a great weekend, all right? Good to hear from you. It's all been a right, while. Man. Yeah. Well, it's always good to talk to my buddy, man. All love right. you to death. And uh, you love you keep too, Paul. preaching and teaching. Amen. Right. Amen. I'm preaching down in, oh, my goodness, um, Samantha. But just outside of Hillsboro. I'm, I'm preaching at Samantha Baptist this coming Sunday, which is just a short distance north of Hillsboro. This will be my second time to that church. It's a great church, and I'll be there uh, Sunday morning. Samantha Baptist in Samantha, greater metropolitan Samantha, Ohio. I don't think there's even one the, traffic light in Samantha. I don't think. Got to right. get the Central Baptist, Bob, where I can go see you. I'll come when I'm invited. All right, Paul, <laughs> good to talk to you. Have a great weekend. All right. All right, Lord bless. Bye bye. Uh, oh, I got you know, several things I was going to get to, but this is just so bizarre. This happened in um, Colorado at a King Supers grocery store. S O O P E R S. King Supers grocery store. An employee by the name of Santino Barola has been fired. Why was he fired? Well, three men came in and shoplifted over $500 worth of laundry detergent. I don't know why laundry detergent. He filmed them stealing the laundry detergent on his phone. That's all he did. And they fired him. Really? Yeah. Strange. Hey, folks, have a great weekend. But please remember who's... You are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.